Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fuse Ignites. I am your host, Anthony Sturpey, and I want to thank you for joining us on this continued journey as we explore our district and as we talk about things that are happening at our schools that the community has an interest in, but that even might help people in other schools across our state, our country, even our world. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking to someone who um, is very, very popular in our district, Sue Reardon, and she is the personal assistant to the principal. And she's had a number of jobs in our district leading up to this job and this placement now. And when we started this podcast, people really wanted to hear from her. And we're going to talk to her a little bit about what happens in our schools over the summer because the teachers leave, but people are unaware that so many staff members stay behind. So we're going to talk to Sue all about that. So I'm going to go ahead and get Sue on the phone and we are going to see what she has to say about our school, about our summers, and about our district. Hello Sue, how are you? Hi Anthony, how are you? Great, thanks for being on our podcast today. Um, I just want to start off by having you tell people uh, what school you work at and what it is that you do. Sure, I work at New Rochelle School and I'm one of the secretaries over there. I'm also the alumni liaison for the school. What does the alumni liaison do, just for people who might not know? Sure. Uh, the alumni liaison, uh, you know, I think that the title implies that I should be doing more than I'm capable of doing, uh, given the amount of time I'm given. The alumni liaison receives calls from all of the, from different alumni, answers questions, and assists with the request. I'm also responsible for the newest show, Distinguished Alumni Wall of Fame. Everything from putting together the nomination packet for the selection committee to organizing the induction ceremony. And this year's ceremony, you might be interested in knowing, is scheduled for Wednesday, November 13th, and you can find more details on our website. Also details on how to nominate alumni will be on our website. And finally, and this is my biggest responsibility as alumni coordinator, upon request, and this is very important. Upon request, I organize alumni group tours. It's always on a Saturday, and it is sponsored by the New Rochelle Fund for Educational Excellence. So the alumni come in for coffee and pastries. Then they have an informal conversation at the Linda Kelly Theater with a panel of former and present administrators, teachers, and usually a representative from the New Rochelle Fund. And finally, they're given a tour of the school by one of our security guards. And usually I get Mr. John Rondinelli because he has great knowledge of the building and the building's history. It's really a lot of work, but I truly enjoy it. And you do an amazing job with uh, with everything that you do. Um, you were, well, you were surprised to hear that people wanted to hear from you on this podcast. But I think it's because you, without asking anything in return, do so much for so many of the staff members in our district, and you truly do care about the school and you care about the community. So uh, people do want to hear what you have to say, and this is a great way to thank you um, from our community to, for all the work that you do. Uh, uh, you know, getting your story out there and sharing your story with with uh, you know a, a greater public. Thank you very much, and uh, thanks to whoever said that they cared. What, you know, about what I have to say. Can we cut that one out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, how did you come to work at New Rochelle Public Schools? Okay, before I tell you how I got my job at New Rochelle High School, I have to tell you first how I came to be hired by the district, and that was through Monroe College. 
1995, a couple of years after I had graduated from Monroe, I received a call from the Career Center letting me know that there was a job opening at the district business office. I was thrilled because I had been a stay-at-home mom for several years before that, and it was very important to me to be near my children and to be accessible to, to them. So I interviewed and was eventually granted that position where I stayed for two years. Then, in 1997, there was a job, a job opening for a school secretary at New Rochelle High School, and I applied. I wasn't really very happy working at the business office, and I had always wanted to work in an academic environment because I love the energy schools generate. Also, getting a job at New Rochelle High School would mean that I would be at the last school my children would attend before going to college, and I liked that idea very much. So I jumped at the opportunity to apply, and I was offered the position. You've also, some people, I, I don't think, know this too. It, you did go back and then complete another degree on top of it while you've been at New Rochelle High School too, correct? Because I, I remember you coming through to observe me in my English classes because you were studying English language arts, I believe. I was. I really, I did. I graduated. I got my bachelor's from Lehman College in English Lit uh, in 2012, uh, but after that, I had some medical issues and decided that it would not be a wise idea to leave my job and look for something else because insurance was a very, very real uh, issue to to think about at that point. You know, but, but yes, and think, and I had so much, that's another thing, I had so much support from the faculty at New Rochelle High School while going to school. You were one of the people who helped me immensely. Mr. Montalion, there were so many people, I cannot even tell you. It was, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. Why New Rochelle? Why do you believe we should invest in New Rochelle, and why do you stick in there with New Rochelle? Well, why I came to, come to be New Rochelle, or why I like New Rochelle? You can say either. I'll take either. <laughs> New Rochelle has a great history. It has diversity. It has an amazing school system. You know, so when my husband and I were looking to buy a house or to purchase a home, this was back in 1988, we did some research and we found New Rochelle to be very appealing for those reasons. Uh, and I, I believe anyone who is looking for a home will want to have a home in an area where, where the school system is great. And New Rochelle has excellent record. Still does. So the, then there were other perks, such as the city's uh, diversity, I've already mentioned that, and also its proximity to New York City. And this is a decision my husband and I have not regretted. Now, you are someone who is, so teachers go away at the end of the year. And I was struck a few years back when they redid um, the main office and everyone got thrown into new locations. And I came in to see how much you were doing for the oh, district. that was a crazy year, I have to tell you. It was very stressful. But that you... was very stressful. But it was necessary. They were fixing the offices. And, you know, sometimes we have to, we have to inconvenience ourselves for something better. And that's what they So how do our office staff, because watching you work over the summer like that, it was very surprising to me to see how much you all really do. You do a lot of work over the summer, and I think sometimes you all get a bum rap because what happens is 10 things will go right, one things will go wrong, everyone's yelling about the one thing that went wrong, but it's like, no, but look at the 10 things they did that were absolutely amazing. Like, let's look at that. So what would... 
what would you, how do you think our staff, our, our office staff prepare during the summer to get ready for all of our amazing students, for all the staff who return and for all the teachers? Like what, what, how, how do they get everything ready over the summer? What happens during that summer? A lot happens. There's quite a bit of work to be done in the offices in anticipation of opening day. And the key component, I think, is, is teamwork, really. Because, you know, we all have our individual responsibilities. We all have our jobs in our individual offices. But at that time of the year, we're also very much aware that in order to get the job done, we have and we are expected to, by administration, help out those whose responsibilities are greater than our own. That's not always easy, but we do that. So because our goal is to have as much ready as possible and to be as prepared as we can to help welcome the faculty and students back to school. And of course, to the best of our ability and given resources, provide all the support that they may need, that you guys may need. You know, we do our best to do that. It doesn't always work 100% because as you said, there are 10, 10 things to be done and one might go wrong and that one is is the one that people tend to concentrate on. What are some of those things that you guys have to get done over the summer that we sometimes even just take for granted? Well, there's mailing to be sent home, uh, publications to be uh, put together, uh, you know, just basic office work. There's, it's so much that now I can't think of uh, many specific ones, but there are many things we have to do. And, and we do it. And you also are all there registering new students as they come in during the summer, too. Um, I've watched you in many languages re <laughs> register many students. And really, you're the first person that a lot of the families come in contact with when they come to our district and when they come in the summer and then even throughout the school year. And I don't think people realize you are the ones who are there greeting the families for the first time. That has been true for the last, for the past. 23 years, this was the first year that I did not do that. In my new position as a, the principal secretary, I'm no longer doing that. But I have to be honest, I love meeting the new families. I love greeting people. I love people coming to our school. And I, I think I'm a cheerleader for the school. What I tell students all the time when they come to register is, if I could, I wish I could attend New Rochelle High School right now. Because <laughs> that's true. I tell them it has so many programs there's so many amazing things that it offers the students. I hope and I wish they all take advantage of it. How, now this kind of leads into my next question here, which is how do you think the office in general, like what impact do you think that those offices, and you've touched on this a little bit, have on the students and have on our staff? Because I even know that I've walked into that office some days and I'm ready to pull my hair off, hair out. And, oh, off sounds funny. Sounds like I'm wearing a toupee. No, but I'm ready to wear my pull my hair out. And you all are there to keep us calm. And you do support us in so many different ways. So from your office to the house principal's office to some of the offices across the district that people are even unaware of, what are some of the ways that you think the SRPs and the secretaries support our staff and students? And maybe we don't even realize Well, I it. think you guys do realize. I think one of the most, what I think of me and the other secretaries doing, I think we serve as a bridge between students and administration, between faculty and administration, and just general support and information that we provide to you, parents, and students. And that's, I know it sounds like very little, but on a day-to-day -day basis, it is very important. And if we can do that with uh, enthusiasm, I think that's, that's very important. It's not always 
you you don't always have a great day, but you have to do your very best to not let that translate into your job. Sure. And sometimes you all get the brunt of some of those emotions that don't don't even reach the teachers and principals because when people come in, you know, flying flying fast and and, and flying hot, like they're. The, you guys sometimes are the the first line of defense in terms of calming people down, calming teachers down sometimes, and acting as that bridge. And 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 that can be a lot to carry sometimes. That can really be a lot for someone to carry. Yeah, but it comes with the territory. You know, it's it, it's not all that. Most of the times, it's wonderful. And then some of the times we have to deal with certain unpleasant situations. But most of the time, it's not like that. You know, I really enjoy working there. I, it's a great place to work. It's very exciting. How would you love to see, or what would you love to see happen for our schools as they change and grow? I would like to see administration, faculty, and staff consistently deal with changes in a way that will promote or continue to promote a healthy environment. I, I really believe that staff and faculty should be given tools to handle changes which are inevitable. And for, for instance, changes in demographics, I think that uh, workshops and programs, maybe sensitivity training would be helpful in reshaping people's negative preconceptions about those who are different from themselves. And when it comes to the mechanics or the infrastructural changes, I'd like to see those responsible for making those changes get the input of the people who would be most affected by the changes. And, and this is very important, make them during a time of the year that would be the least disruptive to faculty, staff, and especially the students. They already do that to a certain degree, but I think there is room for improvement. Uh, our principal, no matter who he is, because you've served many principals now, uh, they are lucky to have you because those are, those are very wise words. So I can understand why people also would want to hear from you because you, you offered a perspective that applied to both the, the staff and students that you work with, but also the, the administration. And sometimes that, as a teacher, I know that that sometimes gets lost, that um, administrative perspective that is out, uh, out there. So um, do some you have... Oh please, it's true. You're 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 too fun to talk to. I could do it all day. I wish, I, I wish I could just come up and hang out with you all day. But stumble uh, <laughs> my words sometimes. But <laughs> as long as I get the message across. What is your three-word hope for this school year? I did think about that, and I know many of them are already taken. So I had to get very creative. So I thought unity, kindness, and enthusiasm. So unity, because I believe together we can accomplish more, and we've all seen at a national level how destructive divisiveness can be. Kindness, because I think it's imperative to treat others how you would like to be treated and how you would like others to treat your loved ones. And finally, my last word, enthusiasm, and I think that it ties a little bit with my second word, kindness. Enthusiasm for what you do, knowing that what you do is important, and how you approach and do your job affects others in some way. So if a student comes into your office seeking help, or, or your classroom for that matter, how you respond to that student will have an impact on the kind of day that student will have. And in turn, that student might respond to someone else in a way that reflects the way he or she was treated by you. So it becomes a chain. And I think we need to make every effort to make that chain consistently, a chain of kindness. Because it's a tough world out there, so we have to make it a little easier for all of us. Yes, 
Yes, we do. And that is a great way to end this episode of Fuse Ignites. So uh, it, it was easy, Sue. Was it not easy? That was easy. Come on. Um, in case people want to get in touch with you for this alumni experience, is there an address or an email that they should reach out to or, or check out? NRHS alumni at nredlearn.org. All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I thought this was a great discussion. And um, I'm going to see everybody out there on our next episode of Fuse Ignites. Mm-hmm.